When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Skincare with Friends. This week on Skincare with Friends, we are talking about vitamin C again. So there were a few questions that I didn't feel that we had answered last time. Uh, So I wanted to go back to the scientific studies and find out the answers to some other questions that I have. So um, including how we can enhance the effect of vitamin C, how do we really get the vitamin C into our skin when we're using it at home? Can we use vitamin C for pigmentation? Does the science support vitamin C as a treatment for melasma? And can vitamin C help with acne at all? So we touch on that as well. Um, So it's a great podcast, but we had a little issue with Natalie's sound. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to persevere through that. And uh, just to let you know that uh, we got a trigger warning for the very end of the podcast. There's mentions of sexual assault. So if you don't want to listen to that, then that happens at about the sort of 57, 58 minute mark. So you can turn off and that's pretty much right at the end of the podcast. Hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to Skincare with Friends with your host, Nia Patton. And Natalie. Natalie. Hi. 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 I feel like I haven't seen you for ages, but... It's been um, a while. When did we record the last one? Don't know. I don't know things like that. Yeah, it was two, I think it was two weeks ago. Um, hi, everybody. Uh, Nia has gone so yeah. mad and bonkers for the <laughs> her research. Jesus Christ, she just keeps sending me words and graphs. So we've had to do a part two. And I suspect if we speak slowly, this might be a two-parter in itself. We might I think have a so. three-parter just yeah. on vitamin C. But you've been you've been seriously doing a deep dive into this. And, yeah, uh, it's so so interesting. Um, it is. And, yeah, and also just to say, Nia's had a little bit of an accident today. I did. Tell, I had an in- injury. I was cutting a potato, and the knife slipped and went through. You know, quite a decent chunk of my finger nearly came off. Well, no, it didn't come off, but it was like a good like centimeter into my finger. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just put a cloth on it. And then went to carry on chopping the potatoes and then passed yeah. out. <laughs> Lost consciousness. Cold, hard, tiled on the floor. floor. And I woke up like not remembering who I was <sighs> or why I was there. And then realized that I was alone. <laughs> and there was blood around you. There was, there was blood. And um, I super glued my finger back together. And it's fine. And I feel really odd. So this might be absolute gibberish of a... Of it, a yeah. 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 It could be. So just we'll, we'll take it easy on ourselves. Yeah. So... Take it easy on you. If it's terrible, that's the way it is. Yeah. I hope you, I hope you enjoy something about yeah. it. <laughs> I definitely think if you don't enjoy the podcast, you will still learn from it. Yes. Okay? There are facts. Definitely. So, 
yeah, there are loads of facts, graphs uh, and pictures to be put up on the on the Skincare with Friends site, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Defo. So, yeah, um, yes. if you were listening to us last week, and I'm sure you were, really have to use it because I think the whole point we had this as a subject mm. was because of a really controversial um skincare professional by the name of Dr. Natalia Spearings, who loves to say controversial stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, you know, I can't stop watching her lives no. because they are really informative. Like she doesn't know what yeah. she's talking about, but she does say some things. And I think you can't mean that. You can't no. mean that. Um, so really, I think, did she basically just say, you don't need vitamin c or you're all doing it wrong no she just said nobody should use it there's no place in it for it in a skincare routine whatsoever don't use mm-hmm. it it just isn't going to help your aging or melasma and um you you should use it underneath your sunscreen it's good for that but other than that it has no skin benefits whatsoever okay so i wanted to see if that was the case last week and uh we decided that it wasn't the case mm-hmm. but you know it is really good under sunscreen so yeah you know that's not she agreed with that so you know to say it has no place in anti-aging can't yeah. be true because it's good for your skin as an antioxidant so it will yes. help with aging yeah yeah and and one of the um conclusions that was arrived at was that basically yeah like you said it pairs great with sunscreen but particularly with vitamin e and ferulic acid yeah Um, so there are plenty of products and we'll get to that bit Mm. um um, re-varying in in price yeah Um, obviously that was that's the triad of great working Mm. products with vitamin c that will um, that will help yeah reduce damage and free radicals in the skin so um, over to you really what research yeah. have you been doing this week Nina in between right painting, yeah so vegetables oh god it was so unfortunate um I've got work tomorrow am I gonna be able to dentist with a, a big if, hole in my finger you are able to cancel your three o'clock if if that helps <laughs> yeah I might be cancelling a lot more than my three o'clock. Yeah. We'll see. We'll give it a whirl. (laughs) I'm going to see. Well, I'm planning on seeing Nia in a professional capacity tomorrow. Yay. Um, But yeah, please, if if you don't feel great. No, we'll see. I might be completely fine. Yeah. Okay. I might well be completely fine. So when Um, you were feeling fine, you were doing mm, research. What were you researching? So basically, I'll recap last week's in case, you know, Mm -hmm. for some reason, somebody didn't listen. Why would they not? Um, Yeah, vitamin C is generally considered a good addition by all the science experts, all the dermatologists, people who do these studies. Um, But it's unstable and it's difficult to formulate and it'll only absorb into the skin if it's in a very acidic formula. So it's difficult for cosmetic science to formulate formulate it into a product, and it's difficult for users because it's so acidic, it's going to be irritating. Mm-hmm. Um, it can help with not only as a, a 
additive for sunscreen, but it can also help with skin texture, elasticity, lines. Uh, it might help with dry skin as well. Okay. So it's worth sort of trying to uh, um, overcome the difficulties we've got with it and uh, try and get it into our routine. So um, the der- so from we, we discovered from last week that the derivatives like magnesium ascorbyl phosphate, ascorbyl tetraisopalmitate, ethyl ascorbic acid, ascorbic glucoside and tetrahexyldecyl ascorbate. So they're the main ones you'll see in products. Um, there is not great evidence that they work. Um, so they might absorb into the skin, but they may well not convert to vitamin right. C once it's within the skin. So okay. that's, that's where we were at from last time. So okay. after last time, I basically tried to find um, products that sort of fit the bill that sort of worked within the criteria that these studies suggested would be best so Mm -hmm. we want the product to be of ph less than four ideally the lower the better really so ph2 would be better than four even um it should have water in it uh to help the vitamin c absorb uh concentration should be above 15 percent ideally and if it's got vitamin e and ferulic acid that'd be great um so the products that I, I like, there's not that many products that that fit with this. And I think it's because SkinCeuticals have a patent on yeah, their ingredients. I, do you know what? I was, I was going to ask that because yeah. separately, those ingredients are pretty, you know, yeah. it's not like they're hard to come by. So I did think when you think of CE and ferulic acid, skin suitcase mm. to me is the only name that come, that pops into my mind. So yeah. I did wonder, have they have do they have a patent on yeah. actually being able to name that? I yeah, I think do. they've got a patent on the formula and they've probably got a trademark on the CE ferulic as well. Yeah. Because a lot of the other ones that you're just about to list don't mention E and ferulic in their name. No, it's not in the which title. Which is really interesting, even though, it even is. though they contain it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you Google CE ferulic, hoping for a lot of serums to choose from, nothing much pops up apart from SkinCeuticals and where to get yeah. that. And yeah. there was a brand that did pop up in my post saying that they did do this and it contained E and ferulic as well. I'm just going to go find them. I'm not sure if you've got it in your list here. No. So, um, yeah, my lists, we've got SkinCeuticals, CE, Ferulic, and these ones I've, you know, been able to find out their pH as well. So CE, Ferulic from SkinCeuticals is £129.89 for 30 mils. That is a lot of coin. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot considering you know most of these serums now will say if you keep me in the fridge i'll last maybe two to three months but pretty much at room temperature it's gonna last five to six weeks and shut me out as soon as i start to go yellow yeah that is a lot of money for six weeks it is every six weeks 130 quid yeah Mm. i'm not gonna do that ever it doesn't matter what vitamin c does that's too much money for me yes that is yeah um, so then there's Paula's Choice C15 Booster. That's £49 for 20 mil. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit more yeah, reasonable. It is, but 
Pretty still quite expensive. Yeah. Drunk Elephant Sea Firma, 15% is £69.40 for 30 mil. Still a bit too much for me. And sticky as all hell. I had a test yeah, of it and I it? just didn't like it. Yeah, it was very, very sticky. Gross. No, thanks. Mm. Yeah. Um, then we've got a couple of cheaper ones. Uh, so Geek and Gorgeous Sea Glow is 15% and it's 10 euros 50 for, for 30 mils. So that's a lot more like it, isn't it? Right now is on Yay. my face. I made an order. Yeah. So first, first application. Was it sticky? Not at all. It's beautiful, Ooh. watery, no residue, lovely. It's really, really Amazing. nice serum. Yeah. That sounds good. And yeah, that's a really good price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's another one I found on Amazon, oddly enough. So it's called Super Serum with the serum spelt with a C. Yeah. And it's 20% allascorbic acid and it's £16 for 15 mils. Cool. Is that based in the UK? I think it's a yeah. UK company. Yeah. I'd okay. be messaging them um, to find out what the pH was. And it was, I think it was 3.5, something like okay. that. So That's basically, good. they have a novel way of doing it so and I you know I was looking there was some American brand called Dr. Brenner so this is kind of a UK centric list because I'm Mm -hmm. a British person um Dr. Brenner was another one of the skinceutical dupes that I quite I saw quite a lot that was quite reasonably priced um but a lot of the reports on Amazon said that it's gone off so, you know, oh, for getting things shipped over from like America and Canada, right. pretty much by the time it's got to us, it might have gone off because it goes off so quickly. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's so you great. need to think it, about where you're getting it from as well. Yeah. I was going to say, if you are US based, the um, brands that I was thinking of that got in touch with me and said that they basically do see any infrared acid is called mm. Jamila, Jamila Beauty. Okay. Okay. And that's based in the States. Mm. Jamila. Yeah, cool. it's $24. Cool. That sounds good. 50 mil. Yeah, it sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. So this uh, super serum, basically how it works is there's a powder capsule mm-hmm. within the packaging and you sort of click it to activate it and release mm-hmm. the powder into the rest of the formula to start using that it. It is novel. Which seems but... like a great idea. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes. Mm. So it is fresh when you get it. Definitely. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so that was my list. That's that's the only ones that I've been able to find. There might be more, but quite a lot of the products, the, the websites don't list the um, pH. So yeah. I didn't, you know, I, I need, if I was going to be complete about it, then I would message all the brands and ask them for the pHs, but I ain't got time for that. Yeah, Maybe it'll I will be one good day. To know actually of the one yeah. that uses the Geek and Gorgeous, what the pH is because I think it's good. Well. I think because otherwise I wouldn't have put it on the list if it was mm, not okay. right. Yeah, so it's definitely under four. We just don't know. I can't remember which what no. percentage okay, no exactly, but I think it was a good low percentage. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, hopefully I'll get some a nice little graphic with all those products and put it on our Instagram mm-hmm. so that people can have a look but yeah I wouldn't be spending 130 quid for skinceuticals that's daylight robbery 
Yeah, it's not. I mean, this is something that you said, really, we need to be wearing it, pairing it with our sunscreen. So we're using it on a on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not a couple of times a week jobby that's going to last you. You know, for I don't spend I don't buy lots of expensive products. And I don't know if you do, but really, for no, me, like the fractionated eye con- contour concentrate yeah. by Neod is probably pound for pound the most expensive thing yeah bye bye but you know that kind of lasts me two three months if I'm being good <laughs> yeah but yeah that is very stingy that with it lot. Yeah. yeah okay so so on to today's um researching and questioning mm-hmm. so um yeah basically last time I, I, when I was doing the podcast research last time there was a few other things that I was like oh we could we could find out about this as well and I thought, let's have a little look and see what the research has got. So these are the questions that I had for the for the Internet. Um, okay. how, how do you enhance the effect or increase the absorption of vitamin C, considering mm-hmm. it doesn't absorb into the skin very well? How do we get it in there? Um, can we use vitamin C for pigmentation? Does it actually work for melasma? Um, okay. Can it help with acne? Is there any evidence for vitamin C and acne? Mm-hmm. And do the vitamin C derivatives actually have any benefits at all? Should we bother using them? Okay. Yeah. So I think that's quite a lot of information. So we might have to split this into two podcasts. We might do. And I have a question from a listener as well. Who's, oh, yeah. Um, but I'll put that to you afterwards if we've got time or if not, we'll just add it to next week. What is it? What is it? I need to know. Um, it's just someone who has acne and is and and is very um, nervous about mm. using vitamin C and wants to know what sort of like for like um, antioxidant they could use. Really, that would have a similar effect. Yeah, there isn't anything the same, but you should use lots of antioxidants. Yeah, yeah vitamin C is you know an antioxidant and it's supposed to you know boost collagen. And sort of brighten the skin. If you weren't using vitamin C, yeah. So you know, there's antioxidants you can use, but that you know, they're not going to do the same thing as vitamin C is meant to Mm. use. But yeah, just use lots of antioxidants, as many as you can get. Azelaic acid is quite good because that helps with aging and brightening as well. And it is, it does have an antioxidant effect. It'll help with acne. So that might be one. Are you still using your azelaic acid um, yeah. from Dermatica? I'm never going to stop using it because <laughs> it's controlling my chin spots. You know, those Brilliant. big Craig spots I get like every month. I haven't it's seen Craig to- in ages. No. no. Ages and ages. Sorry. Anyway, to div- I, I, I will answer. I will answer that question to our listener. So, going back to your first question that you wanted to ask your your burning question is how to enhance the effect of vitamin c or increase its absorption into the skin for maximum impact yes okay because um basically vitamin c is hydrophilic yeah to get the vitamin c into the skin because it's hydrophilic um you might have to use different measures so Mm -hmm loads of the studies none of the studies pretty much just use vitamin c applied to skin hardly any of them there's loads of studies which use different things to get the vitamin c into the skin okay 
So maybe that's, that's what we should be thinking about doing ourselves at home. So there was sort of three main ones. Um, there's something called iontophoresis. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Nope. So it's quite often used for excessive sweating. Okay. Yeah. So basically it's, it's using an electric current through the skin. Um, yeah. It's called, you know, it's described as a voltage gradient. So you might get a like an, a bath which has an electric okay. current flowing through it, and you have like a pad put on your skin so that the electric current flows through from the bath into your body and around. So to stop like excessive hand sweating, for instance. Oh, okay, that's yeah. really interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, and that's this is what quite a lot of these studies use to get the vitamin C into the skin. Okay. Yeah. So can we do iontophoresis at home? I don't know. It kind of sounds dangerous to try it. <laughs> yeah. Is there a device? You know, like some of the studies used an iontophoresis mask, which is like right. a mask that's applied to your face. The electric current goes in and you have something in your hand, so the electric current comes out again. But I don't know if these are commercially available. Well, this just sounds like an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. I've got a, um, it's called a Rio 60-second facelift. I don't I may have mentioned it before. And it's like a phoradic massager. So you you put the thing onto your skin and it makes the muscles underneath your skin tense and relax and um uh it's got a iontophoresis setting on it cool yeah i already had this so i'm like okay i have an iontophoresis machine i don't know if it works but there's definitely the you you could basically yeah. fill a garage with all of the little um things that you've got <laughs> I know. And I, I'm got your mad LED lamp. Yeah. I'm terrible at using them. I love buying them and then I don't use them because I'm too lazy. This is why I don't buy the do you know what the only thing that I bought that I thought, oh yeah, I'm gonna use this once or twice and it's still going 15 years later. Yeah. Is, um is the most painful contraption known to man, which is the epilator. The oh Jesus Christ. No. I still use that cow. Yeah, she's horrible. You're insane. You just I rip am. your hair out of your body, though, don't you? I don't do I that. I do. I rip most of the hair out of my body on a yeah um, three monthly basis, I guess. Jesus. So Have you got any nerve endings left? Um, weirdly, no matter how often I get waxed, it will always hurt behind my knees. And I'm on my shins. Well, yeah. Funny, fine. No feeling oh. there whatsoever. <laughs> no, I think I did it twice. And I was like, this is it. not for me at oh, all. Man, it is for me. <laughs> my husband will deal with my hairy bush and he'll love it. <laughs> it's back in. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah uh, no, I just think, oh, it's lovely. I just, you know, I even have to go for my armpits. Whoa. Mm, yeah, no easy. way. No way. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Totally. Back on track. Yeah. So you you use an epilator. 
I think I used I used to use it when I was 20. And I remember having to get, you know, a couple of drinks down my neck to do it. Mm. Yeah, I've never done it sober. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever do a hangover. Oh. <laughs> the kind of thing you need a wooden spoon for. Yeah, exactly. It is as bad as very early labour in some parts yeah um, sorry so iontophoresis so yeah you have, so you have one of those of course you do maybe i house. do maybe it works um, maybe it doesn't i'm gonna give it a know. whirl though because i've got it um okay so and and the second one here yeah so iontophoresis works yeah. if you've got a machine why would you um micro needling is the other thing um yes. So lots of studies use microneedling. Yeah. So you you haven't had microneedling, right? Or you have? I have. I did have it. Um, but it was more I didn't go for it. I I just I was a model for someone for an open evening. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And it didn't, you know, I only had one treatment. It was fine. It I didn't find it painful. And um, but it didn't do anything either. But then I only had it once, so that's not a surprise, really. Mm. Um, So, yeah, so this study showed a significant and lasting effect using 20% L-ascorbic acid with 1.5 microneedle rollers for melasma. Okay. So it was six sessions, two weeks apart, and the results were sustained for more than three months. And I've got the photo up for Natalie to see. Um, it's a lady with quite severe melasma mm-hmm. in the before photo, and after six sessions, micro rolling with twenty percent. Um, I mean, the difference. Yeah, yeah that's incredible. It's huge. Isn't it? yeah. yeah, it looks wow. totally different, and it, it and texturally as well, it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had wow. sort of a moustache, quite dark moustache area, and that's pretty much gone. I'll put the photos up online. Um, the eyebrows as well on the eyelids I mean that's yeah. where I get mine too mm-hmm. um, on the outer corners of my eyelids is where I have mine yeah funny isn't it but that looks incredible yeah you know and in these studies where they're using these 1.5 microneedles these are you know they're not doing this at home people mm-hmm. are coming into a clinic and they're having topical anesthetic for it yeah. okay yeah so I think it's something that needs to be done by a professional really because of the depth of the needles, everything needs to be sterile and clean. Yeah. And you need anaesthetic because it'll piss in hurt. Yeah. I always think with the home microneedling, it kind of goes through me a bit because I just yeah. think, how are you cleaning that? Yeah. You know, like I've tried to use it. I've, I had one and it made me feel squeamish because mm. I'd, I'd clean it with alcohol, but it's, you know, you just can't know that it's clean. You no. need to have a fresh one every time, really. Yeah. And it hurts. And you're wondering, is this, are the needles bent in any way? Because they're really, really small. You can't see. No, no, I don't. I don't know if I like the home microneedling idea. No. Fair maybe enough. that's, you know, um, I think maybe it's something, because looking at those results, it's something I quite like to start doing in my clinic. Yes. Oh yeah, please do. I'll I'll be booked in. All yeah, the time for that. we could do it as an experiment, couldn't we? Oh yeah, please feel free. Play with yeah. my face. Um, this <laughs> second study is uh, really um, interesting. Yeah. So you said here that there was another study which 
measured the effect of microneedling with um, 20% um, ascorbic acid versus tranexamic acid. Yeah. And we've spoken about tranexamic acid um, lots mm. and um, how it can be comparable with hydroquinone um, when treating um, sort of pigmentation issues. Um, but here, so you said the needles were 1.5 millimeters again, and they were two yeah. treatments four weeks apart. So this showed improvement in melasma for both the ascorbic acid and tranexamic, but the tranexamic acid had better results. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So it could be I something mean, that you could, you know, you, you could maybe use tranexamic acid and vitamin C. Yeah. Um, do you, is, is that, does that feature in your skincare routine at the moment, tranexamic no, acid? No, it doesn't actually. No. I had the Exaglow from Face Theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem to do anything. Um, it doesn't. But then I was speaking to a lady, a doctor in India, and she said, just keep going. Um, it's not a sort of one, one and done. No. It's a quite a slow slow to see results but they are results I think it was quite high percentage tranexamic acid wasn't it as well by face theory yeah so like five percent yeah it was I think it was five yeah yeah um so yeah I did the same as you I used it once and then didn't again but I mm. might restart yeah because if it's going to maintain results in between yeah. um you know breaks in hydroquinone that would be great Exactly. But I, you know, that's the thing. I think I used it on the break and it didn't stop the melasma from coming back even. No. No, if I remember correctly. No, definitely correctly. didn't. It, no. Same for me. I used it in a hydroquinone break as well and it, it didn't do anything for me. But I'm, I think I'm going to give it a chance still. Um, yeah, well, you know, that. what choice have you got when you're on a break? Well, quite. Yeah. No choice but to cry. Although my hydroquinone break is going to be really well-timed because um, I've got my last month's supply now, which mm. runs out mid-November. Um, and when it goes into the winter months, I, don't, I just care less. Yeah. Obviously, the sun There's is less sun. strong. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, Ew. so the third, the, your third point, the third thing that would increase absorption and efficacy of vitamin C mm. you've got here is mechanical or chemical exfoliation. Yes. So why is that? Why would that? So be, why would that be better? The dead skin cells on the top of your skin are the barrier to this vitamin C getting into the deeper layers where the cells are alive. Yeah. Um, so removing that stratum corneum or the dead skin layer um, would help the vitamin C to get in there. So you could do this with a acid peel or using dermabrasion or laser. That's quite often used. Um, so, you know, you could it could be the, something that you do sort of fairly regularly and then mm-hmm. use the vitamin C alongside it to try and get it into the skin to boost okay. the effect of your chemical peel, for instance. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. So these are all sort of traumatic to the skin, really. Right. Yeah. They are, aren't they? Yeah. But, you know, if you're on a on a, a journey of skin rejuvenation, then that might be something you want to think about. It's a little chemical peel. Yeah. Well, I recently... I, I, I use a brand called PCA Skin for my uh, skin peels. Mm-hmm. And there's 
I didn't, I haven't really done any skin peels because their peels are really namby pamby. They like just, well, they're not actually that, you know, they're 30% glycolic peels. Okay. So nothing that's going to, to make a long-term change to your skin, but they've recently brought out a TCA peel. I don't know if you've heard of TCA. Okay. I can't remember what it stands for, but it's acid. It doesn't just break up the, the bonds between the skin cells. It actually dissolves skin cells. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It sounds like something I'd love to have done to me, but also mm-hmm. really frighten me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's proper, you know, like um, thingy from Sex and the City, walking around with a veil because your face is gone. <laughs> it's that kind of situation. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I can I can now prescribe peels like that, and the lady was like, "I'll oh, come back and we'll do peels on each other." And la la la. I'm like, "Oh my god, shall I have a chemical um, peel like?" That removes Tri- my face. So, so TCA peel is trichloracetic acid. Ah, uh, acet- yeah. acid. Yeah. An analog of acetic acid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so, um, you know, it's probably like a week's downtime to do it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But you would yeah, see so quite results. Yeah. Yeah. Your face, you know, your, your skin will literally start peeling off. I don't know if I've got the balls. I don't know. No, I, no. I don't right now. I'm scared of anything that I just think could, um, well, that I just need to take a lot of downtime for. I just haven't got the... No, I haven't got time. I don't have the patience. No. You know? I do I know. I just think that I just love to have this procedure and that one. I just think, oh, actually, no, I really... I haven't got the patience for it. No. I do too many school runs as well. That's it. You know, you've got to to take children to school. You can't get away from that. No. No. Although I mainly wear mask shades and a baseball cap anyway. Yeah. Because I'm the freak. You already look like the invisible man. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. People talk to me. Um. (laughs) I love having a chat at the school. That's my fave. Do you? Oh. Christ, I hate it. Well, it depends. I mean, I'm I I have like I'm allergic to small talk these days. It's really weird. But I think that's one of the side effects of being a pandemic for such a long time. You know, mm. everyone does forget their social skills a little bit. Yeah. Um, you think you're yeah, just you're innately an int- introvert. Yes, even though I think that's probably not my, you know. <laughs> natural state <laughs> as an actress and an introvert <laughs> it's very confusing it is I think most actors are introverted weirdly yeah it's very complicated it is isn't it yeah um so so next question for the science to answer was should we use vitamin c for pigmentation is there any scientific evidence that it cures or prevents melasma so, yeah, not that much research around to okay. show that it does really as as a sort of standalone topical um, without any microneedling or chemical exfoliation. Um, there is not a lot of research for it. So um, this is what Wang had to say in 2018. 
whether vitamin C can inhibit melanogenesis is controversial. Most studies have agreed that although it cannot kill melanocytes, vitamin C does inhibit melanogenesis. Furthermore, the combination of vitamin C and vitamin E inhibits melanocyte production more significantly than vitamin C alone. So is, is inhibiting melanogenesis, does that mean stopping the melanocytes from forming in the first place? No, forming, stopping the melanocytes from making melanin. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. it doesn't like get rid of the, the cells that make melanin, but it can stop the melanin from coming out of the I mean, cells. That kind of does say that, you know. Inhibit. help with, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to what extent, you know? Mm. Okay. Does it absorb? But the combination mm. of vitamin C and vitamin E seems to be production. more effective. So another okay. vote for the products we already mentioned. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, so I found okay. a couple of, couple of studies that um, mention it, but, you know, not really small studies, so and not a lot of them. So it's not great evidence, even though the study is positive. Right. It's not good enough, really, for you to go, yes, this is the cure. So there's one study that used vitamin C on one side of the face and hydroquinone on the others, uh, other side of the participant's face over the course of four months. And they found that vitamin C minimizes oxidized melanin, which changed the pigmentation from black to tan. Consequently, ascorbic acid may have an important effect on hyperpigmentation, such as melasma. In our trial, it was observed that with 5% allascorbic acid, 62.5% of the patients showed good or excellent subjective results, confirming the lightening effect. Colorimetric analysis showed no statistic difference between the two treatments, implying that the melanin component decreased similarly between vitamin C and hydroquinone. And that was okay. by Espinal Perez in 2004. It's a small study, but it raises an interesting fact that vitamin C could change the tone of the pigmentation from dark black to brown and tan. So it might just change the mm-hmm. um sort of impact of the pigmentation make it look less sure. dark less striking visible yeah. yeah okay rather than just getting rid of it so mm-hmm. you know as opposed to hydroquinone that will eventually remove the pigmentation completely which is what yeah. i found it does anyway because uh, my some of my pigmentation is gone when i'm on hydroquinone yeah, and actually it's only when you um, stop using the hydroquinone that it comes back in places that you weren't concentrating on. I don't know mm. whether you find that. And I think, oh, yeah, yeah, I used to have it on my cheeks. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of, I get a lot of freckliness around the top of my forehead that yes. went away completely when I first started using it. So my friend Ron has it mm-hmm. um, in patches but she's also of um indian descent as well yeah so she we don't she doesn't know whether that is um you know either sort of impacted by genetics or sun damage or hormones or or what really but obviously um i think now the most she can get percentage wise of hydroquinone in the states is um is it two percent? Two percent over the counter, though. 
yeah they'll yeah, still be able to get yeah. whatever percentage prescribed mm. yeah yes yeah, so she can, yeah she can but she hasn't yeah i don't think um, no so she's looking at microneedling i think soon and then mm-hmm. sort of having something prescribed i guess yeah um but yeah it's really it's really difficult isn't it because it really gets you down too because um mm-hmm. it's all you can see really isn't it yeah well it's like any imperfection or anything you've got your mind trained on to mm-hmm. look at isn't it yeah like i tried to take photos today for uh, a product i was sent and i couldn't look nice in the pictures because there's all this brown like, I, i'm just not i just don't look nice in photos i don't look like a young person in a photo anymore no matter how i angle the picture and how good the lighting is it's over i had to put that one to bed for me a while ago i was annoyed that i didn't get id'd this evening for a bottle of wine (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that hasn't happened for ages yeah just card me once yeah just Um, you know just to cheer me up like yeah that's not melasma So we've already talked about the 2020 study, um, yeah. We? yeah, with um, tranexamic acid, but you do have more um, split uh, before and after pictures, which we'll, yeah. you'll put up on the website, yeah. which again, that's quite a marked difference. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, so this is, it's only two sessions of microneedling with that's tranexamic acid or vitamin C and the melasma is a lot less dark. So to, you know, to the woman in the photo, I bet it's not that noticeable because you can kind of still see the pigmentation, but it's visible in photos and it looks much better. Oh yeah. looks so, amazing. So I think, you know, microneedling with vitamin C is quite an interesting, you know, and or tranexamic acid is quite an interesting, yeah. promising uh, treatment by the look of it yeah yeah okay so uh basically it can help but like you said the studies mm. have been quite um not in depth and not um, no well, small well, studies not many small, of them yeah. and most of the studies involve some other method of getting the vitamin yeah. c into the skin which you may well not have available in your yeah. home like iontophoresis and microneedling Mm-hmm. yeah so we so, could long and short of it yeah use tranexamic acid too if you are going to be using it for help with melasma mm-hmm. and obviously obviously hydroquinone yeah um that's it okay um i kind of feel like you know we've been talking for a while and we've still got absolutely shed loads to talk about so maybe we yeah. could do we're on page three of six yeah we could just split this into another little um another bonus little vitamin c episode well yeah totally because i think it's it's worth going this in depth because you are pretty you know damn knowledgeable about all things skincare yeah i think some of the things that you've read over the past couple of weeks have probably changed the way that you're going to be using vitamin c and what you're going to be using um so i do think it's worth going um you know in depth into it yeah why not because what else have we got to do (laughs) 
I just really enjoy it. Drunk in a park again. Yes. Six months since we. Well, no, I'm not meeting you in a park. Sorry, love, but it's raining outside. It is. It's super Welsh the weather at the moment, but actually, this is UK wide, so yeah, feel like yeah. Rain is the order of the day. Everybody get indoors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can we, shall we do can we do one more question about yeah. vitamin c helping with acne only because i think it's pertinent to what our lovely listener alex was asking us so mm. your question about can it help with acne and what does science have to say about vitamin c and acne okay so um yeah i mean i wouldn't grab for the vitamin c if i had a spot because ascorbic acid is quite irritating especially mm-hmm. when it's got to be acidic um and i find that it gives me blackheads as well so yes. yeah but i've you know reading it sort of kind of changed my mind a little bit so there was a quote in a study that stuck out to me um so wang again in 2018 great name um the mm. integrity of the skin barrier may be related to the differentiation of keratinocytes which affects the function of the skin barrier and causes skin diseases vitamin c um enhances the late differentiation of keratinocytes and overcomes the different differentiation dependent oxidative stress and maintains the integrity of the entire cuticle which is an important prerequisite for in the integrity of the skin barrier ensuring the function of skin barrier and preventing skin water loss which can in turn lead to skin disorders okay so it's good for health right yeah so yeah, I'm going to kind of split this question into two. So your friend wants to know if she can use vitamin C. Yes, at I, all. Well, I'm assuming that she has used vitamin C in its pure form and mm. has not had great results or she's heard that it's really not great to use if you have acne and therefore yeah. it's just given it a wide berth. I kind of agree with it. You know, I I think that's a very sensible approach. Mm-hmm. seeing as every time I've tried to use vitamin C my acne's got worse and then you okay. obviously you've got to spend the next few weeks healing from your experiment okay which is a crying shame yeah, yeah it's hard work and it's really you know that's not that's not nothing it's it's really upsetting to have to heal your skin after a breakout um so I think if you wanted to try and use it, like we know, we, like we know that the derivatives don't really work. So mm-hmm. there's no point in using them, sadly. Um, so you could try, if you wanted to use vitamin C for aging, you could try something called short contact therapy. Okay. Which is just applying the vitamin C, get a good vitamin C product that's going to sting. You want it to okay. sting because if it's not stinging, it's just going to be sitting on your face because it's not acidic enough so you need it to be stingy and acidic and um, apply it let it soak in for about 15 minutes ish and then Mm -hmm. wash it off okay and then moisturize loads all right that would be something that you could try and that's something that i'm giving a whirl now right and and are you using the powder then yeah so i'm using the powder but i i I tried it today and I couldn't get the P I got pH meter in my house, like a weirdo. Um, I couldn't get the pH low enough. Well, right. yeah. 
It was oh. yeah, it was it was four, which what would be bummer. lower. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you know what? I think I might just buy the super serum one off Amazon because then at least I know somebody else has done the formulation for me, and all I've got to do is just pump it into my hand. Okay, and done. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I don't disagree with the powder being sold. Like Lab Muffin had a bit of a thing about the powder, saying it was not lazy formulation. And yeah, I kind of, when it comes to vitamin C, I maybe agree because it's hard to get the pH right. Yeah. And if you haven't got the pH right, it won't work. Okay. So anyway, I probably just really confused your friend (laughs) with a simple question about can she use vitamin C? Um, Yes, use it cautiously. Um, Try short contact therapy. So use it like a face mask, apply it let it soak in 15 minutes and then rinse it off. Okay. And hopefully that will, you know, overcome the irritation of the vitamin C just sitting on top of your skin, not okay. absorbing and oxidizing. Right. That would be my idea. But if she doesn't want to try it, then she could use any number of other antioxidants. So yeah, azelaic acid would be my first choice. Like I said, mm-hmm for the uk 134 there's the sdsm the niod stuff fantastic yeah it's lovely i've run out of that um do you like pycnogenol yeah sure all of them get them all on yeah okay more the merrier when it comes to antioxidants the exact same not exactly the same no 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 Okay. Now, you know, and if you go on, you know, something like Reddit and look at people's before and afters with vitamin C, it looks re- it looks really good. Really? You know, people with like redness and just sort of unhealthy looking skin after the vitamin C, it looks like healthier, more resilient skin, brighter, bouncier. I'm like, yeah, that looks good to me. I kind of miss the days of, um, so we'll, we'll come back to that question. We are going yeah. to do three parts, yeah. clearly. We're going to come mm. back to that question and more next week. But I was just, I was looking back on photos from like when I first started using, you know, whatever you told me to use really <laughs> four or five years ago. And like my skin looks so amazing, but it's, of course it's going to because I went from, you know, using Nivea on my face Nivea. Um, I'm probably uh, using wipes and sleeping yeah. my makeup to actually, you know, starting to use like two or three really good products. So the difference was mm. marked. I just wish it was like that all the time. It is like that all the time. Just you wouldn't know, but other people can see it. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm very red and raw at the moment. I feel that definitely. Mm. Very shiny. Yeah, it's hard to know, isn't it? What would we look like if we hadn't done anything in our 40s? I think, you know, not that I want to blow my own trumpet or anything, but like my, I've got a new dental nurse. So obviously we are going through the initial phases of me changing her entire life. (laughs) (laughs) But she just, I'm like... She's really nice. She's like, oh, because I was talking to a patient about skincare. She's like, oh, you like skincare? I was like, 
Yeah. Um, and she was like, what should I use then? And like, you know, when somebody says, what should I use then? And you're like, how can you even say that to me? How can we even be- ask that question? <sighs> And I, I just sort of take it. a breath and I'm like, oh my I God. Right. Okay. Do that. Okay. 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 Right. First of all, sunscreen. You just got to get your sunscreen. Have you got a sunscreen? And then we can talk. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she she goes, oh, yeah. But I, uh, are you sunbed? So I'm like, right. You're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. That's over for you now. I, yeah, I'd heard a, a rumor really that, great- yeah fake tans around there's yeah just no need these things should be illegal i just don't understand mm. it. it's so dangerous so bad oh my god yeah so she's not going to do that anymore she promised me did she really okay do you believe her <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do she's really nice and she was like okay You'll be able to tell anyway. You'll just be give it. You'll just give her that look. Yeah, she'll you'll look just, all freckly you, one day. You'll give like, her a quick Oi. ocular pat down. Yeah, and and go. Mm, those freckles. It's November. Where are they from? Yeah, you look a bit pink around the nose. What you been doing, young lady? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I used to go on my lunch hour when I was in school. Oh, oh shit! Oh god. Cabbage reduced. It's still there. It's the same it is, yeah. It is, yeah. The lady smoking outside. Yeah, by the sex shop. Yeah. <laughs> Charming place. It is. I love Cabbage Reduced. And me. One of my favorite places in Cardiff. Um yeah, okay. Let's do a yeah. three-parter because Mia cut herself. And so, you know. Yeah, I'm a bit dizzy. You did so you you glued your finger. Sorry, can we go back to that? You glued your fit, you glued it with super glue. Yes. With yes. your husband's super glue that's just lying on his sort of carpentry. No, I have like it's not surge, it is Loctite super glue, but yeah, it's not like being used on a shelf or anything. I keep super glue in my kitchen in case of uh, skin injuries. Yeah. But that's what they use in the hospital. It's just super glue. That's what super glue just was invented it. for. You just clean it and put super glue on it. Dry it out. It. Yeah, and put super glue on it. It's magical. Anything that won't stop That's bleeding. Amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's really good. Um, I'm going to keep that in mind. I should have known that when I had a cafe. I cut myself with a tin opener. Shit. And it didn't stop bleeding for like three hours. I was like, what am I going to do? I can't drive to A&E. No. That's the thing. You start panicking. She's like, I can't. I can't change gears. I'm left-handed. Fuck. It's going to be blood everywhere. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah, that's why you need you need to have a few tubes of super glue in the house. Yeah, I've only got Gorilla Glue. That's not going to do the trick. No, I will buy it. I'll buy glue yeah. The yeah. Yeah, I remember, like, because when COVID first happened, I remember thinking, right, we might not be, you know, if there's an emergency, we may not be able to get into A&E to get stitched up. I'll buy some oh gosh, plenty such of super a good glue. Organized mother, <laughs> stroke wife, stroke weirdo. <laughs> yeah, but weird, but organized. I think that's amazing. Made sure I had loads of super glue. Yeah. Okay, that's good. It's you know, if you're going to take anything from this podcast tonight, listeners, it's that. Buy some super glue. Just... Put it in your yeah. kitchen. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's amazing. So you didn't go to L'Hopital. You didn't go to a spetty. No, I no, I just thought like, shall I go to the hospital now? But 
by the time I probably get to a doctor, it will have healed because of the mm. weight there. And they'll be like, yeah. oh, you've got a small I cut think... in your finger. Yeah, it's embarrassing then. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm just terrible with shit like that. My friend called me up and she went, can you come and help me? Um, mm. I think I've hurt my wrist. So I was like, okay, I'll be up there now. And I walked up to a house and, oh, Whoa. she showed me her wrist and it was, <gasps> yeah, it was, you know. Floppy. It was pretty bad. And I was just like, I can't look at it I can't even I said Jill just put your hand underneath it and I'll call NHS direct <laughs> anyway it, had, it ended up having to drive it to the heath yeah but I was just like god I'd be shit in an emergency because that just the look of that was my stomach was flipping yeah. over and over. stuff <laughs> oh happens it's quite unnerving yeah <sighs> yeah and she kept showing it to me I was like don't show me <laughs> Stop showing I'm trying thing. to drive you to the hospital <laughs> I'm gonna faint yeah. yeah but i'm okay it's gonna be fine Good. my children were really well no freaked just, out let me know how you feel tomorrow seriously i'll be fine because yeah i hope so but if you're not just cancel your whole day and chill out that'd be so nice <sighs> cool okay so more more vitamin C next time. But I think yeah, I'm really I'm learning stuff. I hope you are too. Yeah. So next week we will talk a little bit more about science and what it says about using vitamin C um, when you have acne. Yeah. So we'll go a little bit more into that. We'll also talk about and we'll talk about what what products are good to use with that. We'll also talk about the derivatives of vitamin C. And if they have any benefits at all, should we keep using them? Because like we discussed last week, mm. their efficacy is and results are kind of limited. Yeah. Um, we will also talk about what Nia has learned now and has her outlook on vitamin C changed? Yeah. Well, I think it has. Yeah. How am I going to approach this new information and how does it apply to my daily routine? Can you think of any other questions? Because if I've got more time, I can look at more things well we'll put it to our um yeah our instagram followers and listeners and guys on facebook they've got a mm -hmm. whole week then to ask us vitamin c related questions yeah you know but a lot a lot of what i was asked last week was i'm using it and i don't see a difference should i bother continuing mm. so you might not uh, be using the right product you might or it, it might be that you don't actually have you know if you haven't got melasma for example mm. and you're not looking for something visibly to improve apart from sort of you know brightness or something sort of yeah unobtainably yeah yeah or just better bit, skin vague yeah mm. that might not you know might not be doing it for you so yeah um, but yeah. We, yeah we'll put it to listeners so if you've got anything to ask us I would say I am more on um instagram than i am on facebook but nia is very good at checking um our skincare friends facebook page yeah and then it's yeah, more of a facebook person i don't think i like instagram very much no not really what don't you like about it i don't know i don't know i find it i don't know i find it like i don't like the fact that Instagram are in control of my interactions with people. So it's up to them to show my posts to people. 
okay. might not happen for some reason. Right. Yeah, and people get shadow banned and hidden. I got shadow banned. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's like so weird. I was and persecuted for no reason. Messages and things like that. It's really yeah. strange. Do you know what they're really hot on is taking things down when you mention uh, male violence against women. Apparently. Okay. That Did sounds he... good. Yeah, sounds pretty shocking. Um, so yeah, very very weird. Um, mm. But maybe that's just a lot of the accounts I follow. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really weird, especially in light of everything that's happened in Britain this week. You know, um, Sarah Everard. Yeah. So there, there was a man who was an active, was he acting police officer? Yeah, he was an active mm. police officer who uh, murdered a woman in March of this year. Mm. I was just thinking he got sentenced really quickly. Um, yeah. Um, but it, it turns out, so he did that and he was acting as a policeman when he took her but he actually arrested her as well and used some sort of lame vague covid excuse as a reason mm. for her arrest just terrifying but anyway he's one of the few people in britain to receive a whole life sentence because we don't really do that in britain I think there's no. only like 30 mm. 30 or 40 convictions in britain or something like that that have whole life sentences yeah so really shit Mm, anyway woman. such a crap note to end it on and of course Ooh. Sabina Nessa as well that was yeah. uh, another girl who was murdered two weeks ago and just really she, people who were just walking home just walking yep mm. so everyone stay safe out there yeah um yeah yeah well it's our duty to keep ourselves safe really Mm-hmm. <laughs> no people's duty to leave us alone but no are. absolutely i was a, i've been attacked walking home from work and really what yeah what recently no um it was probably 2003-2004 i was walking oh. home from working in the hospital i was walking under an underpass but it was broad daylight it was gabalva so a big open oh, area yeah. lots of people walking around and so a young I was talking on the phone and a young man walked up behind me stuck his hand between my legs I was wearing trousers and Hi. just yeah, give me a squeeze I don't oh, know how you describe it god so I was like I don't need I don't want to repeat what I was sh- sh- shouting at him but I was calling him all sorts of names and I just he was just kept turning around smiling at me he was quite a handsome young man and I just kept shouting yeah. at him, you're a pervert. I'm, I'm, I'm coming really after you. I'm going to get you. My husband's yeah. enormous. He's coming around the corner. <laughs> and he just started looking more and more nervous. And he started pegging it. But yeah, nobody the came around the corner. They don't, they don't want you to react. They love that you don't react. Like, because mm. I, I, I mean, I used to live in Paris. And honestly, sexual assault on the metro mm. was kind of a once monthly event. Um but it was like a guy in a suit did it once. And I was mm. like, what the fuck? Not that not that they should look a certain way, but kind of it is a little bit shocking when you think, do you yeah. need way to work? What are you why are you why have you got your hand on my fanny? Like so it's, weird. It, it makes I don't know, it's it's a really worrying sign, isn't it? It's a really worrying sign, but this is what makes me so angry when men are like, why don't you fight back? And honestly, it's so shocking. And mm. also you don't want to make a titty yourself. 
But that was the one thing that made mm. me not scream in his face is that I didn't want to embarrass him and me. How weird is it's that? It's a weird thing, isn't it? And that's what they're relying on is your your totally. basic human decency to behave yes. like a normal like, polite person yeah yeah i'm going totally. to force you to feel really really uncomfortable by making yeah. you behave in a way that's totally unnatural because you're being sexually assaulted in a public yeah. place yeah and it's that disgusting power they have over you that makes I you know. feel so stupid and small afterwards and so embarrassed and why didn't I do anything I know it's it's grim so I told my friend that it happened and like we you know we kind of laughed about it uncomfortably but for weeks afterwards I would spontaneously burst into tears yeah however I thought about it yeah and it was I was more angry with myself for not fucking just punching him in the neck yeah and I was so annoyed and it's not your fault none you know Nothing to feel bad about. Yeah, but you do completely angry yourself for not just telling the man next to you, this guy's got his hand on my vagina. (laughs) You play it back, don't you, and go, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? And and another really big thing is, and when you you read a lot of these, like, you know, there's sexual assaults and then there's, like, super serious sexual assaults, Mm -hmm. and and you read what women do, which is, like, freeze, and like go along with stuff and then you completely understand oh yeah why, why that happens because you don't fight back a lot of the time even if you did no self-defense it's not going to help when you're on a no. packed tube or whatever it's so weird it is it is awful <sighs> and we'll have to cut this out with I don't know if I'm going to cut it out. I don't think I want to cut it out because we'll just you know, have to put a content warning on. You know, I have to. There's do it a little, days, don't you? Yeah, it gets a little bit. How would you describe it? There's content regarding female assault towards the end. Yeah, I guess so. Or just like content warning for sexual assault. If you don't want to hear that, just cut the podcast yeah. off at the last five minutes. Yeah. Um. Oh my god! But, I you replay know. on the two on the metro in Paris, mm. getting followed by that group. Did I tell you about the group of men? No. That followed me. There was three of them, and I actually thought I I I looked down at what I was wearing, and I thought this is what I'm going to be identified in mm. in the morgue. Like that's how close yeah. I thought I was to being this is it. murdered. This is it. Yeah, totally it. And like, yeah, just awful things that I replayed, and it was three men following me on the metro. And I got off the tube and they got off as well and followed me. Then I decided to go on the other end, other side of the platform in the opposite direction mm. to check that I wasn't being paranoid. And I wasn't because they followed me there too. Shit. And this went on for about 40 minutes. And so it went from being rush hour to pretty quiet. Um, and I mm. ended up stupidly getting on a line that, not stupidly, I was shitting myself at this point, getting on a line that was really quiet. So there's like three main lines in Paris and it was not one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't many people on. I remember getting on the tube and like pulling the inner, you know, those really hard mm-hmm. carriage doors open, like pulling them open and running to the end of the thing and looking out and seeing like, fuck, there's no, there's literally no one sitting on this carriage. I'm going to be like shipped and murdered. I know. Where were the men? <laughs> like, following. In the, tr- in the train. In, Shit. The train, yeah, still, yeah, they followed me everywhere. Um, 
they started running when we got off when I got off the platform and onto the quiet line they ran onto the quiet line and literally he pulled the door open and held it open for his friends so they could get on um so uh, yeah I just um Oh my I got God. to the end of the carriage. Got to the end of the carriage. I saw one man, and he sat with his back to me. Mm. One lone guy, and he looked really tall, like dark skinned black guy with a baseball cap. And I sat opposite him. And in French, I was like, "Please, can you help me? These men are following me. They're going to kill me." And in the like the most oh my broad God, New York accent, that's so dramatic. I know. And then the most broad New York accent. He went, "Ma'am, I don't speak. I don't speak French." And you're like, "Neither do I." <laughs> you're gonna help me and I did and all he needed to do was just stand up and as he stood up and turned around so they came they came up to the carriage to the end so I was at one end of the carriage and the other end of the carriage he just came up and stood next to them and just stood in front of me his arms folded and they all just um disappeared and got off the train and then I took him for waffles and we remained friends the whole time shut up that sounds like the start of a film I know that's amazing was, he was he was kind of odd in his own way but he was great yeah that's and fine like, though you know, he, he, he helped for waffles you. and yeah it did he, he helped me but so anyway um yeah we we forged a friendship and that was and it lasted for the six months that I was living oh in God. Paris can I put this um, in the podcast yeah, yeah, totally. Of course you Maybe. can. What, 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 a, what an incredible I, story. I, and I, re, I replay that loads and loads because I just think all yeah, that was of close. the what ifs. Yeah. All of the what ifs. Thank um, God for Brad. He's like an angel. Thank God for Brad, yeah. And he was on, he, so he was in Paris because there was a really famous shop called Colette in Paris. Yeah, I know Colette. Sold, yeah. It's, yeah. It's now closed down after 30 oh, years. Piss. So. Um, it was really cool. It was like way too really cool, cool for me to go in. Yeah, like it just, it sold not even homewares. It was like collectibles and just cool shit. And yeah. fucking skateboard decks that cost thousands of pounds and like weird collectible dolls and yeah. um, who's cool. that guy who used to draw for the super furry animals? Yeah, um, Fowler. Him, yeah, Pete Fowler. Yeah. It, so anyway, he was there because he designed this doll, this collectible doll, which had DJ decks on its back, and it was called. BPM Bradford Prime Minister named after him. Anyway, he sold it to Colette. Wow! Um, so that's what he was doing in Paris. So, it, it, but anyway, I was more annoyed that I was like, I had to fucking rely on a complete on a stranger yeah. to to save my life. And unfortunately, I don't know what those guys would have done. They might have just they would have done something, wouldn't to they? Scare me, yeah. But they would have done something. Fucking hell. yeah definitely and that's why like I was, isn't everyone you know, like you know like, we've all got stories like this haven't we I know but then I you know some people don't it's really weird because that's I great know, I'm so glad some people don't I'm, but, but I think it's weird that some people don't it's like have, have you been outside been <laughs> I mean I used to st- I used to run around Roth Park and I stopped running around Roth Park because one guy would I used to run with H and one guy would constantly hassle me running past and start running with me and, mm. I, and I just be like fuck off at the end of the t- like where what can we do mm. can't can't go running can't walk can't. home from work so, even back from work yeah it was no. it's just really really odd yeah um but yeah find it really weird when people say yes I haven't been I think those people can't ever have taken public transport in their lives or gone under an underpass they've just been lucky yeah yeah very yeah I yeah. hit underpasses for that reason yeah 
how horrible. I'm really glad you shouted at him. I did. I really did. I was, I put the shit I'm up so him. Pleased. Yeah. yeah. I'm so pleased because that's not what they want. I was like, you're a bloody pervert. You need your head red. Something wrong with you. <laughs> I shouted him down the road. <laughs> so my friend Adam, his mum, yeah. He lives just down the road from me. There's like fields and woods where we mm. live, which I always think are quite like, you know, I don't run in there past sort of four o'clock. No. And she was walking her dog there and some young guy like properly, whoa, properly dazzled her. Yeah. Like flashed her, just got his cock out and, you know, oh, waved it God. around in front of her. I was like, oh my God, Ad, what did your mum do? And she just went... <laughs> She went, oh, put it away, love. I'm far too old. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, and he just like, without meaning to condescend him, he was like, oh, and did just put just it away. Put it away. Sloped off. You haven't frightened just, me. You've just made me yeah, disappointed. Like, yeah. I'm very disappointed in you, young man. You mm. really shouldn't be doing that. Um, which, again, is brilliant. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's the way to put them in their place, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah just be safe whatever you do yeah yeah the, you know there's there's no point in saying don't do this don't do that because it can happen at any no, point it, anybody I hate it and that really pisses me off because yeah. it's not the onus really isn't on us to obviously there are steps you can take you know like letting people know who you are and all the rest of it but sorry yeah when you're on your way home from work you're on your way home from work yeah just walking around the corner for Christ's sakes yeah. yeah, just hope that you don't come across some absolute lunatic dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't stay in your house all day long, that's for sure. No. No. I know. There's no We're words of advice here, is there? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was just thinking. Oh, I really want my daughter to go out into the big wide world and not be scared. At the same mm. time, she told me she was moving to Paris. I'd be like, not that you know nowhere is more dangerous than anywhere else sorry no. to, you know in these big metropolitan areas but it's just that my bad experience happened yeah to it's be, put you off yeah, yeah and it does make you go fuck jesus mm. oh, i just i'll get you a gun i'll get you a gun can we have <laughs> so some sort of love. small cattle prod for our children <laughs> yeah. to go about with Mace, I would use, I would totally use pepper spray, but I just a little tiny little lipstick dies. taser, <laughs> like from yeah. Minions, Despicable Me, lipstick yeah. taser, lipstick taser. <laughs> <laughs> and she flips her foot up, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like twitching on the floor. <laughs> I I would get it wrong. I'd get it the wrong way around and tase myself. That's what I think. Yeah, I'd just totally. be so you just be. <laughs> You'd be rooting around in your handbag quite innocently yeah. looking for something Wait and you taze minute. yourself. <laughs> oh, that's actually lipstick. Oh, <laughs> I just tased my lip by accident. Um, tune in next uh, week. It's going to be far cheerier. Sorry. Yeah. Really went off on a tangent and we are going to put a content warning at the beginning of that. Yes. Thank you yes. for listening. We Come and find you. us on Skincare with Friends Instagram, Neopattern Looks, and Natalie SWF on Instagram. And come and find us on Facebook at the Skincare with Friends Facebook group. Thank you for enjoying our company. Um, We've enjoyed yours. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.